This is absolutely this is your work. This is your life work. You mm-hmm. want to be able to authenticate it in the future. Welcome to the Bold Artist Podcast Summer Sessions, where we're talking about hot topics for the season that'll make a difference to your art. I'm your host, Mary Janelle, joined by my co-host, Sharla Marskalk. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Bold Artist Podcast Summer Sessions. We're talking about hot topics of the season. And today, Sharla and I might have to fight. (laughs) Might be a little debating happening. (laughs) Might have a little debate. Tell me what you think about um, artists' signatures and where and how they should sign their work. This is a big question artists are always asking is you know, how do they develop their signature and where and how big to present their signature? Yeah, it seems like like a simple topic. Like, what do you even have to talk about here? But as soon as we we brought it up and we're like <laughs> doing a little pre-show discussion, we're like, uh-oh, we are yeah. going to be some debate in here. I know. The it, way that it happened was I said, Charla, are we going to even agree with what we talk about on the podcast? Because I'm of the mind that an artist should sign their work boldly and proudly. And Charla's like, how big? <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, not tiny, not tiny and hidden in these mysterious little like nooks and crannies of the painting I mean you you gotta own this piece and say I painted it with with pride that's my you gotta not ruin it with a giant bright red (laughs) signature across your beautiful masterpiece well this is where I come in (laughs) tucked in the lower right hand corner in a good size to to claim it I don't think we'll ruin it Maybe the red. I don't know. It depends what color the painting is. Well, I think like Bob Ross kind of made that famous, right? Where he was big Ross red mm-hmm. signature in mm-hmm. his landscapes. Mm-hmm. But when you, and, and a lot of people wanted to be like that, I think. And it kind of started a trend. But I think we need to like look at why that worked for him. His name and his personality was really what people loved way more than his work. Mm-hmm. And I think even he talked about his work was very repetitive and maybe even a little boring. I don't know. But <laughs> he, his, his fame was about his message that he gave while he was painting and in who he was. And so his name and his signature is what sells his work. And, mm. and it's still that so valuable today. Mm-hmm. And repeating that is not going to be the key to selling your artwork, just making a bright mm-hmm. red signature on the front. And I mm-hmm. think the the example that really brings what I'm, I'm trying to say home is if you look at a an abstract piece, like something that's really calm, really serene, um, an abstract piece, and it's this beautiful piece that you put on your wall and it just sets the tone to your room. And if in that piece, and there's a lot of big white, maybe negative space, you have a big signature across it, it's going to be a very sharp focal point on that painting that's going Mm -hmm. to bring your eyes straight to the signature. And it will become the focal point of the painting. And in my estimation, and I I believe that there's some expertise here that will ruin the painting. So that's an extreme (laughs) example. You don't want your signature to be the focal point of your painting. You do want it to, to be there and you want it to be visible. However, I sign the back of my paintings. I stop signing the front of my paintings altogether. Mm. 
And see, that would make lot. me sad if I yeah. got one of your originals and I didn't have your name on the front. Just saying. Yeah. I love to know, like, whose art is on my wall. I love to see their signature. And Mm -hmm. I think that might be maybe how different people perceive the artist or being the artist. Because I, I am very, I'm actually pretty passionate about the signature. I've worked with a lot of artists who are too shy to sign their name or they think it's a sign of pride. Or they think exactly what you said, like, it will be too much of a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that there is an art to learning how and where to place it. And yeah. particularly, depending on the style that you're painting, finding a signature that works with your style mm-hmm. to not be yeah. that distraction. But I also am pretty passionate. Like, I want artists to own it and show it that they are the artist of that piece and not hide yeah. it. And um, and I know too many who are, you know, like you said, putting them on the back or putting them in these really tiny places that I'm like, did you paint that? And they're like, yeah, there's my microscopic dot that I put there. And I'm like, "Mm, own this thing. Um, At the same time, at the same time, um, you you have to be tactful about it. Um, One thing I learned um, from one of our guests in season one, Adam Meikle, he scratches a uh, like he came up with a neat symbol. It's kind of like his signature and it's his Adam Meikle's signature, but it's not like his whole name written out. And he scratches it into the first layer of the um, painting and then he kind of paints around it and it becomes just this really cool painted in signature. I love that idea. I think it's really original to yeah. him. And uh, I think as artists, we can definitely use our creativity to figure out how to sign our work in a, in a way that suits us, yes. but also that there's not shame. I think that, that we've carried like this shame of signing our work and a shame of developing our signature because we're like, mm-hmm. oh, like I need to stay humble or I don't want to draw attention to myself or, or it's the other way around where it's like, like you said, too yeah. big of a distraction. They're like, claiming too much yeah, <laughs> not letting the piece yeah the not letting the piece speak anymore yeah so there's balance to be had there yeah. but um I agree but I remember when I was I was developing my signature um I probably like drew it and wrote it out hundreds of times like to figure out my m of like how I was gonna do my my m I have a certain signature that I would like sign checks with if checks were still a thing (laughs) but um (laughs) but my painting signature is totally different and I just remember like actually just practicing like how would I do that and then I I practice it in different sizes because some of my work is really tiny teeny Mm -hmm. weeny tiny so then my signature goes tinier but yeah. Yeah, my signature has changed a lot over the years too. I used to sign it in just all capital letters, which was completely different than my actual signature. Um, and I, I went through stages of, of signing it in different colors so it would blend more, it would be visible, but blended. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't, I, I kind of liked that era of my signature. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the back signing and I liked the back signing because I was able to sign it big and I was able to, to use my actual signature. And mm-hmm. I think as you grow as an artist and you be your, your work becomes more valuable, it is valuable to have your real signature on it mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a way to say that it is yours as well, you know, cause it's mm-hmm. more unique than just capital letters across the front of the painting mm-hmm. as well. So it's uh, more authentic or mm-hmm. in authenticating the artwork a hundred years from now, it'll be easier to mm-hmm. do that. 
And um, so then I went to the back. Now I've kind of adopted the idea of, um, this is the stage I'm in, of signing the side of the art. So like the mm. you know, the side. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's another mm-hmm. word yep. for that. No, that, that makes and sense. And so, yeah, because then it's visible because I have gotten a lot of complaints about you can't see my signature. And yeah, we love your signature, Charla. And you don't know who's, who painted it. And then one day I was looking at a piece of art somewhere. I don't know where I was. And I was like, that's so beautiful. Who's the artist? And there was no signature. And I was like, how am I supposed to know who's painted this? Yeah. I'm like, I want to go look them up online. And I'm yeah. like, oh, maybe I should have my signature more visible so people will know yeah. it's mine and not have to take the art off the wall to look and confirm it. <laughs> so yeah. there's definitely value in having your signature visible. And so I've, I've kind of changed my perspective on that one. But it's yeah. like you said, there's balance, there's tact in how to do it. You need to develop it and figure out what works for you. And then I do think... Uh, the artist that's that's shameful or, or thinks they're so humble they don't need to sign their work. I don't think that's right. And then mm. there's the pride of the bright red Bob Ross signature. And I don't mean <laughs> that he was prideful, but I think that for us to adopt that, we think yeah. that that's going to do what going to get us to Bob Ross status. It's not going to. It's going to ruin right. your art. Right. Now I have I have had questions before about what to use to sign the signature. Yeah, and that's a good one. I know. I mean, it's just a topic of good conversation because people might have differing thoughts of like if you can use a different medium, like on top of your acrylic to to um, to sign or what you use. But I have not had good success signing with a little white or like, let's say, taking white on a little fine brush, it totally does not write well for me. I like, I can't paint my signature is what I'm attempting to say. What has worked for me has been to have a variety of white gel pens and I can actually write my signature like I want it. And then I let that gel pen dry and I go over it with a clear medium, um, even if it's a little spray of a medium and it just sort mm-hmm. of seals it to the painting so you can't scratch it off or, you know, so that it's just bonded. And that's worked for me. I don't know if that's, um, you know, a uh, a conflict for the medium mixes or whatever it seems to work it I've never had an issue with it but it does mm-hmm. allow me to um first like you said of keeping things small it, it allows me to write very fine and yeah. yet you can also write big if it's fine so it blends in kind of nicely if it's you know I can kind of do my do my thing is <laughs> what I'm demonstrating and you know scribble it away there and then it, and, and you I don't have to worry about the size so much when it's so fine but when I was using paint brushes to do this it got clumsy and sometimes I was having to like yeah. paint over my signature because I didn't like how it looked or I made it crooked or something or I for using acrylic I would paint really quickly so I could wipe it off if it was bad <laughs> but then yeah. you're even more stressed out trying to get it I on know. there yeah. I have these pens, they're acrylic markers, and okay. I just buy them in different colors. And um, there, some of them you got to like push the tip in to get the paint down, so they're not, don't all flow really nicely like mm-hmm. a pen would. But in it for acrylic, anyways, you can get quite a variety in pens, and it's always good to have different colors around. My, my opinion is to have different colors so that mm-hmm. if you have a low key painting, a dark painting, you're not putting a white pen over it, or vice mm-hmm. versa. So you have variety to put your signature on in, mm-hmm. so it doesn't ruin the composition. Um, plus, yeah. it's just an easier flow, and your signature can be more consistent. So those pens are really good. 
for signing mm-hmm. the back of my work, which I always put, I print my name and I put the date and I put my location, I put my website, I put the title mm-hmm. of the painting, um, and then I sign it in a really big signature and I use mm-hmm. a Sharpie to do that okay. because it's permanent and nothing can happen to it. Um, and it's mm-hmm. definitely no more toxic than acrylic paint. So I, <laughs> I sign the back of my work with a Sharpie and my work is always really thick. So I have no worries about it ever showing through mm-hmm. whatever reasons that might happen. Yeah. And it's a canvas painting. So those are some of the ways that I, I sign my work. Yeah. Well, it's been really fun to talk to you about signing our work as artists. I think in conclusion of today's summer session, it would be to definitely sign your work and to do it with balance and thought so that you're not distracting in the painting, um, but that you're also um, being proud and owning it and doing it boldly in your way. Um, So yeah, you always want to be able to authenticate your work. This is absolutely your work. This is your life work. You Mm -hmm. want to be able to authenticate it in the future. This is not about being prideful. It's about Mm -hmm. owning it and being able to authenticate it in the future. So you really, it's really, really important to have a signature on there somewhere, even if it's just on the back. Yeah, something more than a polka dot. (laughs) Something more than a microscopic little initial. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bold Artist Podcast Summer Sessions. We are happy that you're here. You can find us on boldschool.com and that's where you can jump onto our newsletters to get all of the latest that's happening in Bold School and our online community and even what's happening with the podcast. Um, Get on that newsletter. It's very important to stay in touch that way. And then on Instagram, you can find us at Bold School Inc. Until next time, keep creating.